Look, I'm 67. My runway is, or my flight's coming down to the ground pretty quickly. But at 40 to as far as you want to take it, the future with this business is pretty much as you want to do it. Mm -hmm. And really what I'm here to do moving forward is to guide you to whatever that is. All right. All right. Hey, um, this is uh, the first one in a while. This is a Charlie and Company podcast. And we just thought we'd do a little growth dynamics corporate update stuff today and um, share some big news and talk about some things that we're doing. Things that we're not doing is actually part of this podcast as well. So this is just kind of a corporate update and letting people that know us and know the business and have been clients or Maybe you want to be a client, but um, we just want to let people know that uh, 2023, first of all, it's starting off like a great year, a great year. Mm-hmm. And um, now the pressure is on us to keep the pace. But we want to let people know that 2023 is a year of significant change. So uh, I'm going to start off with kind of the easy stuff. And uh, Sarah Waple is here with me and uh, this is really the first time we've done a Charlie and Company podcast. It's just the two of us. So mm-hmm. we'll try to keep it conversational, not make it too much of a commercial. But uh, for those of you that know us and care about us and know that we uh, know about you and care about you, we hope you find some value here. So the first thing and um, is I want to let Sarah step up to the mic and just... Uh, let her give 2023 impressions as we're uh, 75 days in. So Sarah, go ahead, take a shot. Yeah, so 2023 impressions for us so far, I would say for our business is we are busy. Very, very busy. And it's been great. We have new clients. It's nice to see some returning clients that we haven't seen in a long time. Uh, come back and touch base and see what we're doing and look to see where we can do business together. I think that's really exciting. Uh, the other things that we are doing or not doing, I guess in this case would be, I know we did some recruiting work for some people, but we're not doing as much of that right now. I think anyone listening knows the job market is changing once again. It's I don't even know which way is up, quite honestly. Uh, People are still asking for insane salaries, but the pool of candidates being willing to move has shrunk a lot. People are not responding to messages as much. So I think that just changes a little bit of what I've been doing uh, as I handled most of that recruiting business that we did. And the other big things for us are still working with DISC and TTI is our assessment partner for job benchmarking and obviously DISC profiles. Uh, I'm now certified in all of that and also certified in OMG sales assessments. So that's a big change for me taking some of that on where in the past that was always on you. Yeah, you've done a great job of helping me uh, duplicate myself and create more value for uh, our clients and that they don't have to wait for me for all the answers yeah. or to do all the interpretive work that is really a big part of our business, whether it's uh, a standalone engagement or it's part of a business development program or, or contract that we've done. 
there's a whole lot of time and energy that people don't see us. Yeah, we uh, don't just get an email and magically turn it around. We have to look at it, read it, try to interpret the best we can, uh, oftentimes without resumes, which to me, I don't know if you feel the same, but I prefer to not see resumes. I don't want anything to influence how I'm interpreting the results. And our results are all based in science. So I don't want anything to screw that up until after the interview process for me or right before I interview for someone. Yeah, I don't like uh, impacting what, what people call the recency bias. Yep. And I like to have a fresh impression so that when, if I'm doing an interview for someone that needs a, a sales position filled, or if I'm just doing a, a, an assessment review with a new hire of a, of, an, of a client company, I like to have just that person mm-hmm. and that data. I don't like that person, three other people's impressions, a bunch of uh, propaganda. Fluffy words on a resume because yeah, no one lies on, on resume. resumes, right? Yeah. George so, so I, I really, I really like being able to kind of just take that information in its purest form, which is the moment, and and work with it. At that case, um, some of the things that um, I think we've really, you know, when you talk about this talent sourcing, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're not recruiters, and we no. don't want to pretend that we are, but we're talent source sourcing support. Yes. So. And sometimes we've got to push back a little bit and not let scope creep impact the work that you do primarily. Yeah. And, and well, not... manage expectations. Yeah. Um, and... Where we used to have a job post, I if I had a sales position posted, I would have, I don't know, 20 resumes within 10 minutes of a posting. And now I've got a job posted. If anyone needs a job in the Albany area, please let me know. Um, that is just not... I have four applicants that are worth talking to. I have yeah. a couple that I've just flat out disqualified, but it's very, very different. Um, I don't, I don't know what that says. This is where I guess we need an e- economist or somebody else with a little more information to help us. But it's, it's interesting to see how everything's changing and that's slowing down. But on the other side, all of our other business is not slowing down. No, it's, it's booming. It's booming. Um, yeah. And, and with that, I think part of the boom I will add that we didn't mention that I didn't mention earlier is you're traveling again. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but um, let's go back for a minute because, okay. you know, there's that phrase that um, the double Q phrase that's out there, quiet quitting. Yeah. And, and yeah, we've seen some of that in the marketplace. For sure. Um, maybe not so much in the business development arena, Mm-mm. but some people in the customer service or the backside of the business where... People are are still, you know, this work at home thing, this conversation, I don't know that it's ever going to end. I don't know that we're ever going to, like, jump back to what it was in 2019. No way. I don't think so. And it's funny you brought this up. I thought about this this morning because I've seen a lot of articles and have been trying to read up so I know what to expect when I'm talking to people about assisting them in their hiring And I think at this point, if I don't want to just say employers, but everyone needs to be held to the same standard. And to me, that means know what the expectations are. And you cannot hold either side hostage. Employers cannot hold people hostage to me and say, this is the only way you can do your work anymore. Because it's been proven for many roles, you don't have to be in the office to be successful. That doesn't mean there isn't 
benefits for being in the office. But on the other side, employees can't then hold employers hostage and say, well, you said I could work from home. I'm never coming in. Right. There has to be some sort of give and take on both sides. And to me, what came to mind is no one's ever benefited in a hostage situation. The hostage who's being held or the person doing the holding. No one is ever happy there. Like it always ends badly. So I think there just needs to be a lot more conversation, not just about it's either remote or not, it's hybrid or not, but how do we really help our employees get the most out of their lives? Because if anything was learned during the pandemic, I think that's the biggest lesson from employers is people want to feel balanced. They want to feel appreciated. They don't want to feel like they're working for the weekend in a sense. Yep. Great Um, phrase. Great phrase. But as an employee, there are still needs of the business. And while you could do, let's say, all of it at home, that doesn't mean that's the best for the business. Yes. So without understanding on both sides and without the narrative changing of it's one or the other, I think it's going to be a struggle for a while until it somehow either balances out or implodes. I don't know what that looks like. Yeah, I um look, I've been I've been through these cycles yeah. <laughs> plenty of times in my I'll call it close to 50 years of adult life in the workforce. Uh, and and my role has changed multiple times in the 50 years as an adult in the workforce. Yeah. Um, but but what I've seen that's kind of peculiar now there's um, a bit of a downturn. Mm-hmm. So we have clients around the country and I don't find anybody being immune to it. No. Um, there are certain parts of people's businesses that are not as robust as they were 18 months ago. Right. Uh, but there are other parts that are certainly on the growth mode. Um, but one of the things that's been very interesting is the wage demand has not been impacted. In fact, <laughs> no, <laughs> we're seeing it go the opposite way. So... I think what's really having uh, a huge impact on the conversations that we have when we're looking at talent Mm -hmm. and asking people if they'd consider a new position, the slowdown in the economy has created a different type of risk. The risk is, what if the economy slows down even more and my job disappears? And I'm the last one in. I'm the the last one one in, so I'm first one out. So you've got to buy the risk from me. Yes. At, at day one. Where before it, I think it used to be shared to a point. Yeah. But when there was, uh, you know, it, it just, it's really a tough spot. And, and I think that being fair, open and honest in all your conversations and all the commitments that you be. make to your candidates. Yes. And to understand, and this is you and I were talking about it earlier today in reviewing a, a, an opportunity. It's also having an impact on your existing workforce. Yes. <laughs> and um, look, my wife, your mother. Yeah, my mom. Um, For in, those of you listening, he's my dad. <laughs> yeah. Some people don't know that and we forget. <laughs> yeah. So in her work at the hospital, the, the money they're paying to bring um, degree oh, yep. talent into healthcare. Is, is more than at times mom's made. And she's with, been there 40 years, 47 yeah. years almost. It blows my mind. And so the there's significant inequities. Yeah. And and I really think it's a disservice that the employer does by not telling the truth and talking to the 
to the existing employees about, yeah, this is going to happen. And and this is what, what it means. How do we fix it or how do we address your concerns and things like that? So I think, yeah, I think that is definitely huge. Um, another topic on this that comes up a ton, and I think I see it a lot generationally to a point, is we look at resumes a little differently where before it's like, oh man, they jumped around, they hopped around, they've only been here one year, two years. Why did they do this? And what I'm seeing now, and everyone may laugh at me on this, but I get a lot of information from TikTok. Um, I know there's a lot of garbage on there, but there's also a lot of different perspectives that are not seen anywhere else. And one one example of this is a, a woman shared that she was leaving a job onboarding session for a new job, but she had not even given the last place her notice yet because she wanted to go through onboarding to see if it was going to treat her better than the old one. Um, so she was really balancing three at once. Well, two, the old job and the okay. new job, and then trying to decide. Um, and she made a point, and it's just, look, I don't need to be treated like crap. I'm an adult. I can make decisions. I've proven I've worked well. Why are bad managers treating me badly? And if I can go get a new job doing the same thing and making $10 more an hour or whatever significant pay, why do I, why do we have loyalty to these jobs where in the past there was a reason to have loyalty? You had a pension, you had all these other things, but now it's almost in a lot of cases we find, and I think this is something you and I have kicked around. Some employers are treating their employees, their mm-hmm. W-2 employees, like gig workers. Yes. And and they're trying to stand on both sides of the conversation. Right. And frankly, I don't find it very professional. So No, I, um, I fully agree. So, so that's kind of, we could... That's our rant on hiring and, yeah, we and could employment talk, right now. <laughs> we could talk about this for a whole conversation oh and not get to the rest of it. Look, you mentioned... Um, you mentioned another big change. Yes, I'm back on the road. Yes. I um, I suffered through the work at home <laughs> world for three years. I think suffer is a key word for your experience. Yeah. Um, and it was almost exactly three years, but how uh, oh, it is um, March like 11th or something. Yeah, three years we ago were we in were Utah. in Salt Lake City, and we were skiing that night and trying. And Jonathan didn't know why we weren't panicking or why didn't yeah. we understand what was going on here on the East Coast. So, um, wow. Um, so with the opportunity to go back and go on site with clients, um, it's made a, a great impact on my uh, sense of satisfaction and the yes. sense of enjoyment that I have doing what I do. And I think um, your mental health, I think. I know, I use the word. It's a buzzword. No, but. I... I um, Look, I, I admit I was losing my passion for the work that we did mm-hmm. in a way, and I'll, I'll kind of use the senses. I couldn't really see the people. Um, I could yes. see them in postage stamp version. Um, I couldn't smell them. And look, I've got uh, a few new clients started, and I admit that I love going into somebody's Working in their training room and taking a break and going back in their warehouse. Right. And it smells. It's it's all different. And there's chemicals and there's rubber compounds and there's metal. It's the work. There, yeah. And there's cardboard boxes. Yeah. And you know what? There's people back there packing orders, shipping stuff, 
intaking product. Yeah. And and they look like this is this is work. This is valuable to me. It and, is, yeah. And so being able to get out and um, make the declaration that I'm not doing <laughs> Zoom training. Now I'm doing Zoom coaching. Yes. We, we've picked up a lot of executive coaching opportunities. Right, because it makes sense. It's one-on-one. You can yeah. have a lot more conversation than in a, in a whole Zoom. Um, yeah. And uh, I think what, just to add about being in place, I think the periphery education you got being on someone's site, seeing what they wear, seeing that they're taking a call from their kids. Like we never see that when you're on Zoom because that's right. not professional. Right. And you have a scheduled meeting, but being able to have a meeting and see someone stand up and walk out because their kids calling and being able to connect or yeah. like that the one off or oh wait, you know, we're not talking about this and you don't train um you know people that work in the warehouse, but you learn so much about a company well, and how they all work together. I, I can think of some really great relationships I've had over 35 years in this business where I've gone to somebody's to the client site enough that the people in the warehouse know me. Right. And they're like, what are you talking to those people about in there? What right. is it? What are you here for? And so yep. they're as, um, probably as engaged as they're allowed to be mm-hmm. with what we're doing just by asking those simple questions. Like, what are what what is it that you talk about and and you can when you show up they can see investment yes it's not just a random check that gets sent and we don't know what's going on but to be able to see improvement and learning and quite honestly light bulbs going off um oh. it, it's so different body language is different than being on zoom i i love lunch at a client so <laughs> Um, and, and Hey, for those of you that don't know, I'm a celiac sufferer. Hardcore for real. And, and I don't wish celiacs on anybody. (laughs) No. Um, going into a, a business development team, having lunch with them, uh, telling them I can't eat the pizza, no matter how much (laughs) I want to eat it. Um, like, Oh, here's four pizzas and one salad. (laughs) With no croutons and only oil and vinegar dressing. Yeah. It's, um, but being able to sit and have a meal with these people mm-hmm. and talk about what are you doing this weekend? And and I'm working with a company in Long Island, which is the hotbed of lacrosse. Yeah. <laughs> and two of the guys there were high school lacrosse players. One guy's still coaching. Another guy has refereed. Yeah. It's just really great to make the personal connection with these mm-hmm. folks and to understand who they are kind of off the playing field. Exactly. Back in their personal lives. And it's um, the other part of it that I like, and I can't stress this enough. For those of you that are still doing remote training, if you're the owner of a company and you are not attending remote training with your team, you are making a bad investment in your training. Yes. When I've gone on site... And the owners or the senior level people are on site and participating. The impact Mm -hmm. is it's immediate. It's longer lasting. It's a much better investment. Everybody. It's in remote training. It just turned into, oh, just schedule a Zoom. Schedule it and they'll get on and And they don't. And or, or yeah, it's on their calendar, but they're going to take it in their car. Yeah. 
driving between meetings and then they'll actually get out to go to the meeting and then come back. Or they'll just not come go back. to the meeting and, and disconnect. And, right. But the accountability of having your boss sit there with you, sit there with you and to be a student with you. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten how much I miss that. And uh, there's a couple yeah. newer clients. There's a new client in Long Island. There's another new client out in Michigan. There is a returning client that we haven't been on site with for five years. I love going to these people because the senior leadership, they don't just say, hey, go to training. Growth Dynamics is coming. They're like, we're all in. We're all in. And that impact, I can't. It was like the moment I said, and it was right at Thanksgiving, I guess. I don't know. Thanksgiving or Christmas. 2023 will be no Zoom training. Right. And I had a prospect recently say, well, I have a bunch of people remote. And I said, I don't think we can work with you then. I'm just not prepared or willing to collect your money and not deliver the best result. And so uh, if anybody out there is a magical remote trainer (laughs) and you want to talk to me about the opportunity, I'll talk to you. But um, I'm so glad to be um, on the street, in the offices, um, breathing the same air, um, shaking hands at the beginning of every day, um, having dinner with people afterwards. You can shake my hand every day when I come in. You're more concerned about singing with my dog than shaking my hand. So so the, the big news, 2023 growth dynamics went back where I've always been and I always want to be, which is in front of a room with a live audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind saying I'm not just good at it. I'm really good at it. You are. Um, I, I think I, the, it was so nice. Uh, it's not all about me. It's just it was so rewarding to have people say, Wow, mm-hmm. you you just do it, and yes. they could see the passion and the the challenge and the willingness to work the way we work when we're with our clients live. That's so rewarding, and um, I know I feel like they're getting the best opportunity possible from. Oh, dynamics. for sure, I I definitely agree with that. I think one of the things that you do really well that did not go did not come across on zoom is your ability to read people's expressions and say you're not getting it what's your question yeah um and on zoom it just didn't work because you don't know are they really looking at you or are they reading emails and they're looking at their camera um do they have their camera on and i think that that it was a really big challenge i i've never taught in front of a class to the level that you have obviously uh-huh. so zoom on some points didn't bother me, but knowing how well you do in front of a class, definitely. I knew we were, if we weren't getting back in front of people, it was going to be a rough year, quite honestly. Yeah, I was, um, I was having serious considerations about not doing it at all. I believe you. Um, so. But we are. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. It is. It's exciting. It's. Yeah. And, and we've been, uh, very, very fortunate Two new clients in particular. Oh, good. I'm glad you're in a... What? I'm, I'm interested to see what you say about these two new clients. Um, well, both of them are in our sweet spot. Yes. They're in the manufacturer's rep business. Yeah. 
They're in the plumbing, HVAC, hydronics world, which I think we're over <laughs> 60 of those rep yeah, agencies over the a last lot, a lot. 35 years. Um, some of the biggest and best in the business. Um, they know we know their business. Mm-hmm. So they're not being trained by someone that has to learn more about them than they may learn from me. Yes. I think the big thing with them that listeners should pick up on is they came to us without being in dire straits. They are in investing on the front end, not waiting until they had no other options. Um, They're really betting on their teams that they both have that these are their people. So let's provide for them. Let's invest in our people because when we do that, we'll be better on the back end. Um, And I, I just, it's not something we hear all the time. We yeah. tend to get referred to people from other other clients that say, yeah, they're, they need some help. Well, you guys, they didn't necessarily need help. They yeah. are choosing to invest. Yeah. And that changes the whole dynamic, I think. This is, it, it has been, um, they're both really good fits for us. Yeah. And it is, uh, one, I like to travel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I miss the points. I'm, I'm a. Yeah. You need some more free flights. Yeah. Let's and, stock uh, up. And it's nice to, to rack up Marriott rooms. Um, yep. But both of these clients have been really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, and like every client, there's three or four, or there's a certain percentage of them that are like, this is crazy, but this is good. <laughs> and then there's the other end of it. This is crazy, and I ain't doing it. Yeah. Um, but I will say this about both companies. The people are really good people. Whether they agree with me or not, mm-hmm. I like the people at both of these companies. Mm-hmm. And I particularly like the ownership of both of these companies. Yes. Um, very, very, very uh, nurturing about mm-hmm. the cultures of their companies and the belief in their people. And um, yes, I, I've been other places where it was like, fix them and call me when you're done. Um, <laughs> but no accountability yeah. on the very top. So, so no, they've been really good. No, I think and, I agree. It's it definitely the biggest challenge I have is trying to remember how to schedule around travel like yeah how long do we need before flights now are you ubering to the airport can i make you take calls while you're in the uh, lounge at the airport and trying to figure out how to put in all these different calls around planes and trains and well all of it you know it's funny how like can we schedule that when you're sitting waiting to get on yeah i would take that challenge every day over why won't this Zoom start? Um, it's updating wh- is, right now. Is this Zoom, Teams, or WebEx? Which one is it? Or why why won't anybody accept an invite on a Zoom meeting? Um, so there's been some of that, which I'll never miss it. No. Um, and and I think it's just really, really interesting that we, we sort of have some manners... They weren't ignored, but this remote thing, it's like, you'll never see me live, so I don't have to be, I don't have to have common courtesy. Mm. But when I see people live, I've noticed the common courtesy changes. Right. 
And so for those of you that uh, are still living online, are still living online and are expecting your people to do certain things, don't change your expectation, yeah. but make sure they, they stand out mm-hmm. from the crowd of people that are like, hey, I saw the invite. <laughs> well, what accept does that it. mean? <laughs> accept it and, and make a commitment. And it's just sort of that if I don't say yes, maybe I can find an excuse not to log on to that. Well, and if I don't say yes, then I don't have to say no to someone else. Right. And that, I think, is what has gotten a lot of people in trouble. And that, quite honestly, I think that's what made our... the We might start with 20 people in an open session for our training, and by the end, you're down to five. Well, right. that's not fair to the five that invested for 15 people to just drop off because, eh, and never told us, never had questions. Like, yeah. If you're unhappy with something, let us know. We're not, yeah. we know we're not right for everyone, and that's okay. Yeah. Now, uh, another big change mm-hmm. that kind of uh, really was 2022's big change. Yeah. And uh, I hope I can talk about this appropriately. Um, I have been introduced into uh, the Hasidic community. Yes. In Brooklyn, New York, New York City, Bronx, basically in the five boroughs of New York. And I love cultural difference. Mm-hmm. I love traveling places. I loved going to Japan. I love going to Ireland. I love going to Texas. I, I <laughs> love going to Texas and working with companies there. I love going everywhere and meeting different people, meeting a whole new culture. And it really is all new to us to us yes very new to us lots of learning um i just had to check because as in any religion is there's always different devotion to holidays calendars saints day for catholics like some people celebrate them all and now i have to make sure i have different calendars on my digital calendar so i don't schedule or i'm i'm aware of hey i see that you have a holiday coming up um Today's actually a Purim yeah. as we're recording this today. And, you know, when do you start that? Can I schedule you on Monday before a certain time? Do you fast? Are you able to work during this? Um, and what's been really great, too, for me is everyone that we've worked with in this new group um, is happy to educate. Oh, they've been so good to us. And I've been just so fortunate and I can ask questions and Quite honestly, I asked some about whatever that Netflix show about the one family that left. And I was like, what is, is any of this real? What's real? What's not? I know it's reality TV, but, and we've had lively discussions about it. And I, I find it to be so refreshing because yeah. it is so different. And I think if we could all handle everything that's happening in our, in our country in the same type of way of let's educate, let's ask questions to understand and not assume everyone's ignorant or stupid or coming from a hateful place. It just makes the conversations so easy. Yeah. And, and to all of those people that we're referring to our, our clients in that world, part of the world, they've been so accepting of us and, and, uh, as gracious as gracious can be explaining things when we don't understand. And called us out. We had a situation where I I don't even remember what the terminology was, but I had used something I had heard and I got a message right away, like, don't do that. And I said, okay, 
great. Thank you for letting me know. And they went through the nuances and, and now I, I'm a better person for that experience and can understand and know not to repeat certain things because someone else had a different relationship with me, but in the public didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, it's been, um, I think both you and I are better for it. 100%. And, um, and the trust and, the. Uh, willingness they've had to share with us <laughs> to bring us up to speed yeah on, yeah to, to kind of being jewish <laughs> keep us aware of what what's important to them and how important it is they've been beyond wonderful to work yeah, with it's, and it's, uh it's cool it's it's yeah. very it's nice and i would say the same for any other yeah faction that we could work with or interact with on a daily basis yeah so um, it's been a big lesson learned for us about openness and acceptance and uh, different is just different. It's not better it's not, or worse exactly. or good or bad. So um, we owe them a, a, an acknowledgement of yeah. our gratitude for them being as accepting. You know, we're the outsiders. We definitely are the outsiders and, to many. And they are really, really great parts of our business right mm-hmm. now and our success, and we appreciate it. So yeah. so that's there. Um, look, we're, we're probably pissing everybody else everybody off for how long this is going oh it's a good one today but um look the last piece of news that i want to talk about today is the biggest piece of news Mm -hmm. um no we're not crying yet stop (laughs) um so (laughs) this is where all the people who know us are like oh we knew it was gonna come so this is um look i'm one of six kids uh five sisters no brothers yep um I've been blessed with two daughters, no sons, but that, that, um, why is that important? Why is this part of the story? I've always wanted to work with my family at some point. And as the world has, has turned in our lives and our experiences and our opportunities, you have, you have been involved in so many things that I've been involved in. And if I, if I stretch this story out to kind of the earliest, it was coaching soccer <laughs> uh, when you and your sister were... When mom signed you up without telling you. Yeah, you, you were five and eight or six and eight yeah, or whatever eight it was. Yeah, for me, so... Um, so you've always been... I've always been on your team. You've always been on my team. That's true. And then uh, when you went to Pitt and... I was running around like crazy and you were handling my travel arrangements. Oh my God, how did we do that? And marketing before social media. I was literally printing documents, forging your signature and highlighting things. Right. And real mailing. Yeah, real mailing. (laughs) Real mailing. Wow, I forgot about that. (laughs) Thank um, you to the pit uh, paper printing allowance for allowing that part of my life to happen. (laughs) Yeah, and so you've always been part of the team. And then over the last few years as Growth Dynamics has gone through some changes and transitions and um, uh, with a partner, without a partner. Yeah. And um, and then going through the last four years of being a sole proprietorship and you being, um, in a way, the anchor and the reality base in the business. But every year, really every day, you've invested in the knowledge and the practice and the relationships and the expectations and the good stuff and the bad stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and you have become uh, as valuable to me as anybody in this business could ever be. 
And because of that, um, it's been really important to make a decision that you become a partner in this business. That is true. And at 40 years old, um, I don't know. Look, I'm 67. My runway is, or my flight's coming down to the ground pretty quickly. But at 40 to as far as you want to take it, the future with this business is pretty much as you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And really what I'm here to do moving forward is to guide you to whatever that is. And I couldn't be happier about that. Um, one of our mutual best friends and I were talking about it earlier today. And he was really concerned that we do it right. Mm-hmm. And doing it right is a big, broad statement. I was going to say, what does doing it right mean? Um in this instance, what did that mean? I don't really know, <laughs> um, except that we both we both know what it is as we do it. Okay. So in doing it right, it's, oh, I didn't know that's what you wanted. Um, I don't ever want to be in that conversation right. with you. No. So doing it right is uh, no mutual mystification, a clear understanding of our roles and responsibilities, clarity and openness about how we work together with our clients, Mm -hmm. with our vendors, with the people that support us as we try to support all our clients. Um, And so that's really, today is kind of the most public announcement we've made about it at all. And I couldn't be happier about it. It, It's it's a lifelong dream. It's not, um, oh, I, my daughter's now my partner because... No, it's because you earned it. Right. And if you weren't my daughter, I'd still ask you to be my partner. And that's really been a, a huge moment for me because I'm, I'm, uh, I've had some good partners. And I've had some partners that were good at some things and, and right. not good at others. But I've never had a partner work as consistently in the same room as you do. And that means the world to me that we're able to do that. Pretty much without conflict. Yeah. For the last four years. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about. Almost five years. Yeah. And um, I love it. And I don't. No, I, it's it's good. I think to add on to doing it right. I think the biggest thing for me in all of it is there is an enormous amount of trust. Yeah. Um, not just because you're my dad, or but. I know that I can make a decision and if it's the decision I made at that time that you trust that it's the right decision. Um, I'm not worrying about second guessing things. I also know that you're not going to let some recruiter come take you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. um, I can trust that we're in this until you don't want to be in it together anymore. And then from there, like you said, I'll figure it out. Um, yeah. Hopefully quicker than I feel like I'm figuring things out. But I just think it's, it's a little bit of the the lovely terms going around now in like the acting world and all this, the nepotism babies and all of that. And I think at times I definitely feel like an impo- like imposter syndrome is is hardcore. Yeah. Um, because while yes, I've been in the business on and off since I was twenty years old. Yeah. I mean that's half my life. life. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's, that doesn't count the first 10 years where you were doing it to us and we didn't know. Right. Um, right. so while I know it all, it still at times feels not real. Um, and not in a bad way, just yeah. like, Oh, he's going to tell me I have to go get a job next week or 
or all of anything like that. But I, I trust that I will never be surprised by anything. And like you said, there's, there will never be any of that. And I know, I know I have, see, now it's going to be my turn to cry. Um, I know that I have at times just been so thankful because allowing me to be with you has allowed me to be with mom, with Abby, with, with everyone. And, and I think part of the unspoken job description that maybe I give myself is like the family manager. I'm the family manager. Yeah. Um, Inside joke. Everybody. Inside joke. Yeah. Anyone of my, our family will definitely get that and maybe cry a little, but, and at times I, I have been like, gosh, they think I really don't work. They can just call me and tell me to go do this or pick this kid up or go to this appointment. And I forgot my lunch. Well, the more I pause to look at that and the more I interview other people and it's like, that is maybe the highlight of all of this Yeah, is the flexibility that our business allows for you and I to make decisions based on schedules and baseball and soccer and floor hockey and surgeries and, and skiing and skiing and going to Vermont when there's a powder day and telling you I'm taking off and no, I'm not getting on that call because I'm on a chairlift or yeah. taking your call from the chairlift. Right. Um, quite honestly, we are the luckiest two people that there could be. Yeah. I, um, you know, people talk about a lifestyle business and I think we've created it. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, we're both disciplined enough, maybe not as organized as some, but disciplined enough to know when to get, when we, when, when we got to work, when we got to work <laughs> and when there's a breather. Right. And, um, it's it, the decision to make the change in the business to not be a sole proprietor was as much made because I've never questioned your schedule since you've been working with me. No, and that's um, that is something that I know I had talked to mom about when when I first kind of got full time back after you know we I left all yeah. my mom died and I was done being a caretaker. Um, the anxiety to make sure I wasn't disappointing you with that and not taking too much liberty um was a really hard thing for me to do because I had been on such a schedule right um for those that don't know my past was in college <coughs> athletics and if you know anyone who works in college athletics or anything about it is you do not own your life you do not own your schedule you do not get to make choices based on what you want to do how you feel um that just it's not part of the gig yep and to have a gig on the opposite side where I can do whatever I want as long as I get my work done. Yeah. Um, and I think just having, you know, I talked to mom about it and I know she talked to you about it. And there was one conversation that was like, look, you're fine. I trust you. This is okay. Like, yeah. And that once that happened, I mean, this was back in 17, but it just made it all work. There was no stress. There was no stress of, do I have to be there at this time? Can I put my kids on the bus? What happens if they're sick? How many sick days do I have? Um, and and I will only say this going back to the very beginning of this conversation when we're talking about hiring is I, I really encourage all employers to consider those things as they're making their new job descriptions, as they're hiring, as they're looking at a team that maybe stayed with them through the pandemic. Yep. Um, it's time, not it's time, but treat your employees like humans. 
Yeah. It, it, look, one of the things that you've heard me say, and I've heard you say it to people, when you treat your performers, mm. your employees, yep. like people first, the performance improves. What, yes. And, and so, you know, we have these roles of, of business development, business owner, administrative assistant, uh, uh, assessment. Yeah, assessment evaluator, all of it. We have all these roles, or it's press operator, or yeah, or whatever it is, accountant. We have all these roles, but the one role that we none of us can opt out of is human. Yeah, and and so when we honor that and honor that first, and we understand that we're paying for this role, if it's business development, mm-hmm. if it's you're part of somebody's sales team, those people have other roles. And if you show them the respect and you understand that life isn't perfect, it's got its ups and downs, and the best intentions aren't always the way it works out, Yes, the rewards are so great. Um, when you can trust people mm-hmm. and share that, I expect to be able to trust you. And that's where you've made it really easy for me to make, to allow this to happen the way it's happened. I've never questioned my willingness to trust you. I'll never question it. Mm -hmm. And that's really um, 2023, if I kind of roll towards a wrap here. Yeah, we could go on forever. (laughs) Yeah, look, let's, there's enough craziness in the world. I, I won't get into any of it. I won't pick sides on this conversation there's enough craziness but if you can take the people that matter most to you and create a sense of trust like real trust Mm -hmm. i think that the the impact first locally and then to a more global i was just thinking about that what is it people people will want to know what you're drinking at lunch because they'll want some of it and they they won't believe it's that simple yeah. But it is that simple. And and so look, our our kind of slogan moving forward is more success with less stress. And that's what we're trying to make 2023 all about for our business. Yes. More success, less stress. So make decisions, make schedules, stick to the schedules, but have all our life's priorities. Right. In that well, all model. of it. I mean, it's a it's a big year for and, our, for all of us. And we'd love to have more people to share that idea and that concept with. So, um, I'm thrilled to be here with you. Thanks, I'm, Dad. I'm thrilled to be in this fight with you every day. Every day, I'm but glad. it's not a fight. No, that's the best that's part the about thing. it. It's not I a was fight. Actually, thinking about that as we wrap up is like there's not been a fight or nope. an argument or a you royally screwed this up, but. I mean, I don't think either of us have royally screwed anything up. No. Um, which goes back to trust that. <laughs> yeah. What it, was the intention? Yeah. And here we go. So. Um, so keep, you know, the open minds, open hearts, all of those buzzword slogans that go on coffee mugs and walls yeah. in basic suburban homes. Um, there is truth to it. Yep. I personally can't stand all that decor, but at <laughs> the end of the day, you know, it's a lot nicer than things I might put on the walls, yeah. but, um, but it's true. Yep. Um, and if you can just take a step back and figure out what you want your life to look like, and it might not come today or tomorrow, and you might not even know what it would look like. Cause I couldn't tell you this is where I thought I'd be at 40. Yeah. Um, 
10 years ago, I thought I'd be a sports information director managing a whole bunch of people. And no, no, I could not imagine going back to manage people. No. And that's one of the things I like about our business. <laughs> we don't manage people. We can interact with them, but we get to go home. We yes. get to leave them behind. But really, this has been uh, 2023's the first year of the next step. Yes. And and I'm thrilled to be be doing it. And look, I'm, I'm targeting 70. So we got a lot of work to get done in the next three years. But I think we're starting off exactly the way we should. Yeah. And, um, and you're not going anywhere. So yeah. Yeah. The office is in our backyard. Yeah. <laughs> so, so even when you don't work there, yeah, I'll still work there at your I house. <laughs> All right. Hey, look, everybody, we, we went off for a long time here, but it was real important. Yes. I think this is important for Sarah and me to have this conversation out loud. Um, thanks for tolerating us. Thanks for your support and, um, trusting us with your business and personal futures in a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and thanks for letting us grow with you, not just watch you grow. Um, we'll always be willing if you're willing to ask. So um, I thanks, think, everybody. Thank you so much. And we will see you online on all of our socials and our website. And we don't have an office phone number. It's both of our cell phone numbers. Right. So you can find us all the time. Yep. We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts about this episode and where we want to take the business. And uh, yeah, we're look we're we're not too busy to take on new business. No. So we're talking if people want to want to have a conversation with us. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Um, let's go make money. Let's have more success with less stress. And and um, let's just let's slow it down, and we'll all get there faster. Slow all right. It down to speed up. Yep. All right. All right, buddy. Thank take you. care. Bye. For more information about Charlie, Sarah, and Growth Dynamics, you can find information online at www.growthdynamicsonline.com or find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and now Instagram.